0: Da dum, dam dum, dam dam
1: dum, dam Hello there, my name is Alice Rosalind Vickery, lucky you gave my full name, and this is Dingbat Chat, the podcast where I try new experiences and then talk to an expert, usually after it's gone a little bit funny. This is episode 13, a famously unlucky number, so I decided to spin it all on its head and focus on how lucky I've been. The wonderful followers I have, the loyal listeners, and I'm sure you're one of them. No worries if you're not. A dingbat just yet. Pop on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Instagram and just get chatting. And if you have any crazy new experiences you think I should do, I never turn down a challenge. Dun 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 Dum Dun 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 Blackjack Poker gambling, casinos, all very glamorous and all very mysterious to me. My brother has occasionally got me down to the local arcade and hyped me up over the 2P machines, but even then I can get a little bit out of control. I mean, I would happily spend a tenner watching the dull brown coins slide in and out on the edge over the possibility that they might just collide and spill into my pot, sometimes with a key ring or even a mini lolly. If I can spend hours doing that, the idea of real-life, proper, serious gambling has always frightened me. Now, I'm very like my father in a lot of ways. He dives in headfirst, usually without too much worry, and I follow suit. Except my lack of worry has occasionally developed into a total lack of thinking. And this can be a good thing and a bad thing. But gambling, where the reward is exhilarating and the consequences don't exist until there's nothing left in your pocket... I can imagine myself getting into real trouble with it. And so can my dad. I spoke to him about this episode. He said that aside from the occasional lottery ticket and the shrapnel that he might use to join his friends of an evening, gambling is a dangerous path that he, and in turn I, should avoid. Aside from some crude card games with my family over Christmas and tipsily joining a stag do with Emily to place a 2p bet in a roulette game over three years ago, I'd never even been in a casino. But new experiences are the name of the game, and this dingbat is willing to risk it all. So, without much further ado, I give you episode 13. Let's get lucky. Now this week is a little different. Turns out that people don't like to talk about how they got into gambling, which might not surprise you, but it was still a pain in the ass for me. And when it came to interviewing the staff at the casino, again, I was shocked to find out how strict they were on publicity. And I couldn't interview anyone on the staff, from the security guards to the dealers. So, due to the limited interview contact I actually had, alongside the many conversations I took notes on but couldn't actually legally record, I've decided to utilise my creative, artistic licence and tell you a story about me in third Person. Part 1 The Crown. There once was a girl named Alice, and she wanted to live in a palace. Well, not live exactly, nor was it precisely a palace that she was looking for. More like visiting the Crown, the Las Vegas of Melbourne, a shiny golden casino. Alice had never really gambled before, but she had just got paid that week from her new job, and like any shallow 22 year old, felt the relentless urge to spend it right away. She wanted to try something new but was uncertain if blackjack or poker would satiate her spending desire. So she decided to check it out first and adorned her most mustard of turtlenecks to match the golden theme running a mock through the crown. Down she headed to the casino, braving it alone, partially because she wanted to fully immerse herself in the experience and partially because her friends were all tired and boring and were not in the least bit interested in playing silly card games, as they put it. Alice didn't mind though because it took all of her concentration to keep her head in the crown. Everything was glittery and shiny and full of distraction and Alice, known as a gypsy child to her parents, wandered around for at least 20 minutes in awe and wonder. At last she came to her senses and wound up at the learn to play tutorial table where you could read the rules for blackjack and realise that it really wasn't half as difficult as you had previously believed it to be. Several attendings in red silk waistcoats waited on Alice asking her questions that she either didn't understand or didn't know how to answer until they eventually suggested that she go and watch a game of blackjack for a while. Alice started to walk around again and she did find a rather attractive dealer to watch for a little bit but unfortunately said hubba hubba far too loudly as she got close and had to walk away when he looked at her a little oddly. Finally, she came across a game and leaned for a while, pondering at the rather fast hand gestures and wondering how on earth she herself would be able to keep up. She turned to leave, her head spinning with hit-me's and stands, when she walked directly into a security guard. "'Oh, excuse me,' said Alice. "'No worries,' said the security guard, smiling down at her. "'I don't mind a pretty thing like you walking into me.' Alice was a little disgusted at first but then decided to use the opportunity to manipulate the guard and ask him some questions (laughs) Alice laughed emptily I suppose you must have people bumping into you all the time she suggested oh yes, sighed the guard and they're not always as nice as you Alice continued to lead the guard until he started to let slip what the casino was really like underneath the intricate mask of glit and glamour. It can be quite rough sometimes, especially on the weekend. On the one hand, you have the strangers that run up and hug you because they're so happy, but it's not like that all the time, not at all, and the locals know it. The tourists and the visitors still try and dress up, but Melbourne knows how dirty this place really is and how filthy some of the people are. Honestly, my opinion of humanity has dropped massively since working here. What's an example? Alice asked innocently. There's a guy, a regular. We call him Lizard Man. You want to know why? Because he runs, sometimes crawls around the car park outside, so out of his mind on drugs that he flicks his tongue in and out of his mouth like a lizard. That's the kind of people you see here. Alice left that night, excited to come back on Saturday. She couldn't wait to play and see it all for herself. End of part one. part two the anarchy on the saturday alice was prepared she had her mind set on that five dollar blackjack for beginners that they had downstairs and was prepared to find anyone that she could to interview she was focused she was prepared she had forgotten her purse bloody hell alice turned around and walked home strike two Alice re-entered the crown, a little sweaty, but with even more fire in her eyes. She went to take the trips from the cashier and confidently stated that she would like $25 worth, please. The cashier replied that she would have to round that up to $30. okay said Alice loudly, making a mental note to keep the extra in her purse, lest she be tempted to spend it. Finally, Alice was ready. She approached an empty blackjack table with an attractive ginger dealer in the middle. Now, Alice had always lived by the philosophy that if someone was ginger and hot, then they were even hotter because they were ginger. So Alice was happy to play with this young man because at least if she lost, she could lose to someone with a lovely smile. Alice perched on her stool and explained her situation to the dealer. Whether it's $50 or $0, she said, Whichever comes first, I am walking away from the table.' The dealer nodded approvingly, and Alice felt her jaw tighten. She was about to properly gamble for the very first time. Down went two five-dollar chips. Alice wanted to start out big. A two and a seven were dealt her way. "'Hit me,' Alice said. Her voice wobbled, but she tapped the table as if she'd done it her whole life. "'A five. Alice looked into the dealer's eyes and stroked the felt again. Hit me. He laid a six down in front of her, and Alice, truly sure of herself, swiped her arm across the stable. Stand, she stated, and watched as the dealer drew a two, a ten, and another ten. Twenty two, he muttered, and that's when Alice felt it. The first rush of a win. The rest of the game was short and sweet. She lost a couple but with an insurance bet and a blackjack. Alice walked away from the table with $55, an extra 25 than she had started with and the dealer's phone number. Wink, wink and nudge, nudge. Absolutely buzzing, she decided to spend half her winnings on a large flat white and a chicken pesto wrap, watching the casino go by. As she savoured her victory and the fancy food, she started to worry. All these people were so invested in themselves, in their games, how on earth was she meant to convince one of them to be interviewed? Alice realised that she had better start sooner rather than later, and so started to trail up and down the crown floor, facing rejection after rejection from newbies, tourists, drunkards or just generally very uncomfortable people. "'Despairing, Alice made a final attempt with a friendly older gentleman, "'sitting down next to him and explaining her predicament. "'He smiled gently, leaned back and said, "'Just you wait for my wife.' "'A loud and happy lady rushed up, "'complaining of a dry mouth and a need for wine. "'Her husband introduced Alice and explained the microphone she was holding. "'Sounds good to me,' smiled the lady. "'When do we start?' "'Alice sighed in relief.' And pressed record. Dun, 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 dun,
2: dun,
0: Hello, this is Alice, live in the casino, the Crown in Melbourne, with two very nice people. How are you doing tonight? Very well. Very well, yeah. How long have you been here tonight?
2: Uh, how long? One and a half, two hours. Yeah. How long? Two hours, two hours. we still got only an hour to go. Only an hour? Why have you timed yourself? I don't want to leave too late. And I won a little bit tonight. So I don't want... By the time I leave, I don't want to lose it. Okay. How, how have you done? Something, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Not an empty purse.
0: So is that the attitude towards it? Like you've got a
2: limit to how much you do? Or? I'm happy. If I win one $200 and I can leave with that, I'll be happy. Even with my own money, if I come with $200 and I leave with $200, i am happy. Because I've been entertained for... Like three hours. Oh, my, uh, my hand's a little bit sore, a little bit numb. <laughs> my fingers. But who cares? I'm not at home watching television bored. And to tell you the truth, if I stay at home bored, I smoke too much. But here, I've been dying to have a smoke for three hours now. I think I'm going to go in the teak room for a drink and a smoke. I'm trying to steal you away. Well, listen, I mean, why?
0: Obviously, like entertainment sort of values the one side of it. But sort of the winning, what is
2: that feeling like when you do win? Feeling. Oh, it's really good. Um, This guy behind me, he won $10,000 tonight. Yeah. Mr. John. Was it Mr. John? He won. Yeah. Uh, They've got a jackpot every night at quarter to nine. And you pick a box. And he picked number 10. And they revealed ten thousand dollars. That's it. He won ten thousand dollars and he left happy. And That was it. That was it. That was the night time. you won twenty-five thousand dollars, what don't you say? Dollars. You won how much? Last year I won twenty-five thousand dollars. I was about to go home. and I had ten dollars left, and I go, no, nah, I'm not gonna give him my ten dollars. I'm gonna leave with it." But then I go, "I feel really bad. What am I gonna do with ten dollars?" So I put in my favorite machine, and I got five trains, but I wasn't excited. Because five trains, you can sometimes win only a hundred dollars. Maybe you can win a thousand, but I won the jackpot. Twenty by by ten cents. I think it was twenty-four thousand nine hundred ninety-five. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Worry. But I, I sp- took the whole thing to the bank, and the bank manager wasn't too happy. <laughs> and I paid off my credit card. Brilliant. I paid off my credit card. Yeah. Yeah, and I had something left over too. So it's all the positive things that come out of it, I suppose. Happy. He goes, "Why you want to pay off your credit card?" I go, yeah, it's the best <laughs> feeling in the world, paying off your credit card. Is that what keeps you coming uh, back then? What don't you say about our friend with the three dollars? He won the million dollars in dollars years ago. They used to give out a million dollars every month, okay. and he wasn't a very big gambler, and it was just the start of his gambling. And uh, he only put three dollars in, and the machine lit up, and he won a million dollars. Because he's so tight with money. (laughs) So he was very, very, very happy. He invested it. Yeah, he was very happy. He he gave some to his kids. He invested it. He's got three, four properties now and two taxis. So he made more than a million dollars. Shut up. We just buy that? Very wisely. And the other people that won a million dollars, they blew it all. Right. So if you get it. They're still born now. So the million dollars has stopped now. So they put on every machine a jackpot. So instead of one person winning a million dollars, a lot of people can win smaller jackpots. That's why we've got jackpots on top of every machine. So it's learning to walk away
0: at the right time and, like, actually using money wisely because you pay, use it to pay off your credit. which machine's going
2: to pay out. No, we're not. No, so, I mean, like, do you have a feeling as to which machine you should go towards? Or? Sometimes I had a feeling and I left the machine, they did win. Sometimes I get a feeling. Sometimes I beg for that feeling to come. It doesn't come. <laughs> it doesn't come on the right night. No. I mean, and and when you sort of lose, do you you ever sort of find yourself trying to make yourself stop or to walk away at the right time? When do you have the right time? I run out of money. (laughs) I think everyone does. My auntie used to turn her bag upside down just in case she had some coins left. I remember that. Even to the last coin. And one day she didn't have enough money for the bus and she had to walk all the way home. (laughs) I go, serves you right. You don't put in every
0: single coin you have. See, I played blackjack for the first time tonight, and I put in thirty dollars, and I came away with fifty-five. So I won twenty-five dollars. Normally people I,
2: win on the first day. I will say, like the <laughs> smile on <laughs> my <laughs> face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's just, just what happens. But I'm happy for twenty-five. Imagine for twenty-five thousand. Right. dollars I was, I was absolutely thrilled. I was beaming. A lot of people win on the first day. That's their catch. Right. So you can get hooked and come every night, or more often. That's why a lot of people win. Most someone on the first night. But he's never been back. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's because I told him it was my first time? So he, like, sort of... Do do they set it up a little bit, do you think? They know. They know the way you're playing, the way you dress, the way you walk, the way you look around. See, as soon as I come in, they know my name is Betty, where I live. They know everything about me. You know, the regulars, they know everyone off by heart. That's crazy. I
0: suppose I'll have to see how it goes in the future. So, I mean, like... Do you think I've been alright with how I addressed everything tonight and talk to people? I think I've done okay. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> solid. Alright, thank you very much, Betty. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you
1: so that was my casino experience i should like to point out that it did not end there oh no this lovely couple turned out to be gold members of the crown and they actually invited me into the vip lounge free drinks of horrendously expensive alcohol thousands of dollars on the line shady weird activities in dark corners i didn't know where to look and i felt very underdressed in my trainers it was very uncomfortable but just absolutely thrilling The stories as well, my goodness. Despite the positives, there's also the people whose lives have gotten wrecked. The lady who lost all three properties by the sea. The couple who were disowned by their son after they took him to court for money to feed their addiction. No longer able to see their newborn grandson. It's relentlessly easy to play until you have nothing left. And once you go that far, what have you got left to lose? I mean, it was beautiful and overwhelming and I'm so glad I went, but... I think I'll leave gambling at the crown and try to not be a dingbat about this one for my own sake. Thank you so much for listening to this week's bizarre version of Dingbat Chat. Guess you never know what happens on this podcast. <laughs> Go and see how glamorous it all was on Instagram and do let me know of any experiences you want me to try. And prepare yourself for the next week because I am beyond excited for episode 14. Dare to
0: drag. Yes, bitches. <Coun hazard noise> <charcoal humming>